Whittier. This is the My Whittier Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Reese, longtime Whittier resident and self-proclaimed foodie. On this podcast, we celebrate Whittier's past, present, and future. We champion small business and we embrace community. Welcome back to the show. Wednesday, March 1st, 2023 here in Whittier, California, and it is 48 degrees here in town, and there's a slight drizzle, gray skies, and man, we have experienced some crazy weather over the past week here in Whittier, California. Uh, Did you guys check out those winds on uh, Friday night? I think it was Friday night. It was crazy, and the winds were howling. And it went on for quite some time, hours. And it was a bit scary at at points uh, near my house. The trees were going, and uh, I was just hoping there were no, you know, electrical towers that were going to go down. It was crazy. Then we had the uh, heavy rains on Saturday. We had hail, a little bit of snow in some areas, and it has been very, very cold. And I don't remember Whittier having a season like this in quite some time. It's been a really long time that we have experienced a season here in Whittier, California. I'm a long, lifelong Californian, and normally I'm in shorts at this point. But uh, definitely not the case this year. It's been really, really cold, rainy, and uh, enjoyable. It's enjoyable to actually experience a winter So um, hopefully you guys are staying nice and warm and cozy at home or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Uh, I did make the pot roast on Saturday. If you listen to the last podcast, I did say I was going to do that, and it came out amazing. I woke up uh, about 6 a.m. on Saturday, started preparing that. You know, you got to get a good sear on your meat. You got to have a good sear. And so I did all that seasoned it, prepared it, put some potatoes, carrots, the meat, onions into the crock pot and um, let that go for about eight hours, eight or nine hours. And we ate around six o'clock at night and it was the perfect meal for a cold night. Absolutely amazing. You never, you can never go wrong with a crock pot meal. So easy, so delicious and perfect for a cold night. So I highly, highly recommend that, guys. So we got a great show planned for you today. Uh, We are going to interview Mondo Moya. He is the owner of Fat Perps Barbecue here in Whittier, California. And I have some events, some March events that I wanted to talk to you about at the end of the show. So we're going to get into that. And a huge thank you to everybody who went out to Bricks and Mini Figs this weekend. It was the grand opening of Bricks and Mini Figs, the first and only Lego shop here in Whittier, 15334 Whittier Boulevard, Suite 10C, over near Scotty's Restaurant. And um, I stopped by Saturday to the grand opening. Elvis was there, uh, the mayor. And hundreds and hundreds of people showed up to the grand opening. Even though it was raining and very, very cold, you guys came out and supported this new Lego spot. And it was pretty amazing. So 
thank you for for going out if you heard about that from the my whittier podcast or social media feeds and went out and supported i really really appreciate you guys that was huge so on this podcast you know we love the small business vibes we love the local business vibes and here in whittier there's a lot of foodies a lot of you are foodies out there you love to eat here in whittier california and um there is also a lot of entrepreneurs here in Whittier, California. We've talked about that before. A lot of makers, bakers, candlestick makers, crafters, and uh, everybody's out there working on their side hustle. And I love it. I love talking to you guys. I love meeting you. And um, I met this dude about a year ago, Mondo Moya, owner of Fat Perps Barbecue. He uh, started barbecuing right outside of his front yard and um he has been cranking for a year just about a year and so i thought you know what i want to talk to this guy i want you guys to know his backstory i want you to meet him so i invited him on to the my whittier podcast and this is how that interview went down check it out all right guys I am here in the My Whittier studio, and if you see the smoke signals, that's because uh, Fat Perps is in the house, Fat Perps Barbecue. Mondo Moya is our special guest today. Welcome to the show, brother. Thank you for having me, bro. I'm really excited, man. Welcome to the show. Now, um, you have been cooking some great barbecue. Uh, you started outside of your house. We're going to get into all of that in a little bit. But let's roll back the clock, man. Like, uh, how long has it been since we met? When we met on the on the streets of Uptown Whittier that <laughs> yeah. day. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about that. I was I was trying to figure it out. It was in April. It was in April. So it was about a month after we had serviced our first event. Uh, walk around Uptown. I was like, that's the my Whittier dude. Yeah, it was in the morning, and I was walking. We're taking a look at that van. That was a yeah. sweet van. Yeah, right there. yeah. And um, you hit me up, and that was really cool because uh, I get approached a lot, and sometimes people, they will follow up, and sometimes they won't, you know? Right. With whatever venture they have or whatever, and you followed up with me, and you were like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm doing my thing. Yeah. I'm going to be cooking. So uh, <laughs> I was like, okay, cool, well, let me know. And sure enough, man, you kept on uh Doing your thing. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I remember seeing you up there, and I was telling my wife, I'm like, man, I should go talk to him. I was like, you know what? Screw it. Let me go talk to him, chop it up with him real quick. And I remember I told you I was doing Santa Maria-style barbecue, and you're kind of like, well, what, what is that? Yeah, yeah. What does that entail? What does that right. mean? You know. And I started breaking it down for you. And do that, the rest of that day, I was on cloud nine. I remember I was telling my lady, I'm like, I'm going to hit him back up and see, hey, you know, when can we try and have him out? Or just... Like you said, you know, it's the follow-up. It's uh, That's the biggest part of a small business. Is, Big time. Yeah, making Big sure time. you take care of following through with things. So um, I was reading a little bit about your story, and you uh, you basically were serving were serving food up at age thirteen. It says here, right? Yeah, yeah, man. So I started um, I started more baking actually at thirteen. I was always in the kitchen with my mom. Um, I found a passion for the baking. To to be honest with you. Uh, I learned at a young age that the ladies liked the guys who could cook and bake. Okay, cool. So being in middle school, dude, I was like baking up yeah. cookies and stuff, taking them to the girls, and Valentine's that's just Day, <laughs> like, what's oh, up? Yeah. It's a cupcake. That's it, dude. That's it. 
Nice. Uh, so you had the passion and then um, you kept on doing it. And it said, I saw that you were accepted to. Oh, yeah, yeah, to Le Cordon Bleu uh, Culinary Arts. Uh, it was in Pasadena. I was accepted. Um, I was actually enrolled in the baking and patisserie program. I was going to specialize in wedding cake design. That's That was my goal. And um, the athlete that I am, I like playing slow pitch softball. Uh, first day of school, went to school, everything was dope. Played softball that night, blew out my knee. Doctor mm. said you can't be on your feet for more than an hour at a time. And when you get off your feet, you got to be off your feet for an hour at a time. So that's not possible in the culinary world. Yeah, you got to be on your yeah, feet. Yeah, so I had to drop out, man. Yeah. So um, that was a big hit for you. And were you thinking about hanging it up, or were you like, I got to figure this out. I want to. I want to still want to cook. You know, what am I going to do here? What's the game plan? So um, the original thought process was, all right, well, I'm not going to be going to school. That's that's out the window already for at least a good six months. Um, and then uh, it just kind of, it kind of deflated me, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I kept baking and cooking and stuff, but it was more just out of necessity, not I wanted to try things out or, you know, trying to send food to people or stuff like that. It just kind of took a lot out of me. Yeah. 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 So the um, at that point you wanted to change gears. I mean, obviously, you know we're talking like uh, 2010. Uh, so this was let me see. This was actually 2004. Summer okay, 2004. so really, really yeah. back then. And you know back then, um, I mean, being a, a small business owner wasn't even a thing at the time. I mean, a lot of people. There were some people doing it uh, as far as foodies were concerned, you know. But we didn't see the 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 food trucks come into the scene until right about that time, maybe a little bit later. I'd say like around 2007. Yeah, yeah it that's started when you to take seeing off. Seeing them sprinkled in places and, and stuff like that. And people were kind of thinking about it and stuff like that. So, so you went out and got a job because you're like, I can't. I'm not going to be doing any cooking. Right. So um, at that time, I was 18, just graduated high school. Um, I actually. Kind of just uh, uh, enrolled in employment at a... I applied at UPS. I was working at UPS for a couple months. And then um, I moved up to Bishop, and that's when I had my first daughter. So I was about 18 and a half, 19. I was just working, man. Just figuring out a good job. You know, when I had my daughter at that time, I was working in Vons. So I just kind of started just, all right. Working, getting those paychecks. That's it. Mm -hmm. Not going to school. There's no school. You got a kid. Time to start working. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, loss prevention. Loss prevention. So you got into loss prevention after all that, all that yeah. jazz. And, yeah. uh, so you were training, doing that. Yes, sir. And uh, you had a little bit of a run-in with uh, yeah. the bad dude. Yeah, yeah. We had a significant run-in. Um, you know, I started the same thing. I was just looking for work. I got into security field, working at Barnes & Noble, wearing a suit and tie, door greeter, you know. And uh, caught a couple shoplifters. Um and realized I kind of had a little uh, a little niche for it, you know, enjoyed it. And um, started working for Barnes & Noble, ended up training throughout the United States. You know, I was training people in uh, Chicago, Washington. I had agents in Atlanta, Northern Southern California. So I had a crew under my belt that we were, I was running. And uh, for the most part, I really wasn't even working in stores anymore. Um, we had a store that was starting to have a bad time with theft, real bad time. Hey, Armando, can you go and check it out, see what you're seeing? Absolutely. Uh, I was working a Sunday night, and I'll, I'll never forget, man. I was messaging my uh, 
Patty at that time was just a friend of mine. We were acquaintances, and I was messaging. I was like, yeah, I'm almost done with work, about to head home. 15 minutes of closing, see someone walk in. I'm like, oh, here we go. Just alarms triggered in my head, you know. Spider senses were starting Spider to tingle. Spider senses were tingled. Dude, hairs on the back of my neck. I knew it. I already took a picture of the person, sent it to Patty. I'm like, oh, well, I'm not getting off now. It's going to be a long night. So uh, dude does his thing, steals uh, an astrology book, a poetry book, and a book for his daughter. I, I, I still remember it all, you know. Went out to stop him. Uh, we usually carry our badge, show him the badge, try and uh, rattle him a little bit, you know. With the shoplifters, it's always about kind of catching him off guard. So I stopped him outside, um, kind of closed the space, personal space, and told him, hey, man, you should come talk to me. No, no, no. Was, you know, we had a little bit back and forth. It was more conversation than anything. And he started getting really aggressive. And uh, he swung on me. And I was like, oh, damn, okay. It's the first time someone's actually swung on me. It's Barnes Noble. It's not really life yeah, threatening right. stuff, you know? And um, all of a sudden, my mouth fills up with blood. I'm like, okay, so he stabbed me. He didn't, you know, and I, I look at his, his uh, left hand, and his left hand, he's got like a prison shank. It's about a four inch little ice pick. And as soon as I saw that, he went into action again, and he stuck me two more times. Once was um, after he stuck, the first time was through the cheek on, the, on my right side. The second time was through the temple, and then just under the jawline on the neck. When he did that, I'm like, all right, this guy's going for it. So I grabbed him close to me, gave him a big bear hug, and then uh, he proceeded to stab me down my back, puncture the lungs around uh, the sac around my lungs, uh, through the armpit, puncture the sac around my heart. We went down to the ground, and uh, he was above me, switched hands with the blade, got me on my, on my left side, got my leg, got my back. And uh, luckily, a customer saw it, came down, boom, punched him in the back of the head. And it kind of like froze him for a minute. And I grabbed his hand and I just snapped his two fingers, snapped him back. I was like, this guy's, he's trying he's, to kill me. Yeah, he's trying to kill me. This is a dog fight. Um, dude gets up and he's like, hey, man. So, you know, there's yelling, blah, 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 commotion. And at this point, my adrenaline's kicking in. Dude takes off running and I'm chasing him. Uh, Again, knowing that this was going to be a situation, I already had um, security on the phone. They had the front of the store pulled up. They already had PD on the phone. Um, so I chased the guy about 150 yards down the parking lot. And I just, with my last little bit of energy, I just kind of lunged at him, took him down. And then as soon as we went to the ground, someone yanked me up by my waistband. I'm not a small guy. Yeah. So I was like, what the hell is going on? Um, turned out there was some linemen doing some work uh, on the poles and uh, they heard the call. So two trucks pulled up and these were some big dudes. They grabbed that guy and they, they took it to him. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And they held him down. Cops rolled up, got him. And then uh, I ended up spending two days in the hospital. Yeah. Wow. So you shouldn't be here right now. No, man. That was uh, a... That, that instant I referred to a lot to motivate and push me and remind me life 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 yeah i mean yeah. that's uh incredible an incredible story and the only reason I, I i wanted to talk about all this is just because i talked to so many small business owners and i love to hear their story and how they got here you know how what what motivates you what makes you um want to start your your business what you know the passion that goes into it and so that's like really important to hear the backstory, and um, that's incredible. So, thank God you healed up. 
Yeah. And how long did it take you to heal up from that? I mean, we're um, talking 17 stab wounds here. Yeah, so um, I left the hospital three days later. My kid had a softball game. I was like, not missing the game. Got to go home. Got to be with my kid. Um, fully healed. Took me about eight months. Wow. They're still concerned about the diaphragm. There's still concerns of internal issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they let it made it very clear that there's gonna be concerns down the line of internal issues of what could potentially happen. But I mean, there's really not much I could do. It's just wait and see what happens. Yeah. You know? But I mean, let's be real. If that was a blade, I'm dead, dude. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. I was actually. I, I tell people I'm I'm glad it was a pick. Mm-hmm. If it was any type of a larger blade, I'm done. Yeah. 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 And what year was that? That was 2017. Wow, so not too long ago, <laughs> recent, man. bro. It's like recent. fresh in your mind yeah, right there, bro. still fresh in my mind. And, uh, you know, like, like you said, that's, um, that's when my life changed. And uh, we've all been, every, everyone goes through the fire. Everyone goes through it. And I've been through other things, you know. And uh, that was another reminder of, hey, dude, get your ass in gear. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's crazy because we we all, like you said, we all go through things. I mean, that that's something that not too many people go through, what you went through. But um, we all have obstacles. And uh, you have two choices. You can kind of dwell and, and hang back and kind of feel sorry. Or you can push forward and make things better and, and, and you know, go for the prize. Yep. And so um, we know what side you're on now. And uh, in 2017, so how, how far, how long, long did it take for you to kind of jump into finding this groove here? Like where did, how, how did that, how did this come into play with the fat perps, the barbecue and. Yeah. So, um, so that happened 2017. I got a settlement. Um, you know, I started working right out the gate, like we talked about earlier. So um, I was really, uh really focused on trying to reestablish myself with my daughter, mm-hmm. with my two daughters. Um, I have a son uh, that's another tragedy we've been through. He passed away in 2010. Um, so we've been, I'm sorry, 2013. It's been 10 years. We celebrated 10 years. So we've been through stuff. So I really focused on reestablishing myself as my daughter's father and and, and building memories. Yeah. Um, you know, we go to work 40, 45 hours a week, hitting traffic. And you don't know your kids. You have no idea who your kids are because you're being dad. You're supporting, you know. And and now the way things are, it's mom and dad supporting, Absolutely. you know. And, and kids don't know their families. And it's sad. It's a sad thing. So I spent about a year, man, just no work, taking my kid here, there, everywhere, just Dig it in. showing her the world with me a part of it. Yeah. As opposed to, oh, I went here with my mom, but my dad was always working, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of started living life really through my passions what do i like to do yeah what do i want to do for myself so that i'm not working i'm happy what i'm doing and i'm not killing myself doing it um and you know fast forward to a 20 geez i want to say it was 2021 ish i want to say 2021 or 2022 we were celebrating our daughter's birthdays um myself and patty have three children separately so we have six kids together my daughter was going to be turning 16, uh, so this was last year, and her daughter was going to be turning 15 in September. So the two girls got along really well, and they wanted a combined party. They wanted a sweet 16 and a quinceanera. Okay. Anyone who's thrown that knows, you're spending some cash. Some work, yeah. 
cash, bro. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, great. We're doing it a double. We can eliminate some costs. We're only going to get one limo this year instead of two, DJ and all that. But it, it was still going to be a pricey, pricey party. At the time, I was working, doing um, HVAC, uh, working in a warehouse, selling over-the-counter sales, HVAC refrigeration parts. Um, but I was looking for ways to add to the funds, to, to be able to save up the money for the party. So I um, started doing things here and there, and uh, my cousin was like, dude, try selling your food. I'm like, uh, uh. Yeah. you know, selling foods, it's kind of a, it, it's tough, man, because people, if they don't like your food, they're just not going to come around, you right. know? And if my, if, if my family's like, oh yeah, we love your food, that doesn't mean everyone else is going to love my food. Right. You know, and it's, it, I have no idea expenses. I don't, I don't know the food game. I don't know what margins should be. I, I don't know none of this stuff. Right. So he's like, look, man, just try it out, sell it. So, um. Fast forward from 2017 to uh, 2022, um, I started doing some research and development. I uh, started kind of honing in on my recipes. And um, so at this point, you were thinking the bake, the baking's off the table for now. I'm going cooking. I'm going to start cooking stuff. Yes, yeah. the barbecue and the grilling. Okay. Um, because at this point... Um, I had been working on my barbecue sauce for quite some time mm -hmm. and my barbecue media recipe, I'm six and a half years in. Okay. So at this time, I my recipes and my skills are more towards grilling, cooking. Um, and uh, we did the research and development and uh, March 19th was the first day of sales for Fat Perps. We set up our canopy in the front yard. I had one menu item. It was uh, the steak sandwiches. And, um, you know... The hardest part was figuring out prices and all that stuff. But yeah, from 2017 to 2022, it was just uh, smoldering, you know, waiting. And then um, the the necessity to make the funds for a party is what kind of just pushed you, pushed me, threw yeah. me over the edge. Yeah. So when you were selling uh, that first time you started selling, what was the response? Were you did you did you see a good response? Were people buying it? Or? Yeah, so we saw a good response. Um, at, at this time, I actually didn't even have a Fat Perps Instagram page. I was promoting through my own personal page. Um, luckily, we had a lot of support from friends. You know, people who had seen that I enjoy cooking. Mm -hmm. um, I was coaching softball at the time, so one of the guys that I was coaching with, and his him and his wife and his daughters came and supported us. Uh, my compadre that I've known since third grade came out and supported. So. We saw support, which was great, but it didn't give us a, a really good idea because it's just family and friends right. showing support. Right, right. They're like, know? he's got a big quinceanera coming up. Let's go get some food, throw exactly. some money down. Yeah. Exactly. Makes sense. Yeah. But you were onto something because uh, obviously it's good. It was good. I mean, it's not just because family is going to support you, but um, there was something there, obviously, correct. right? Correct, correct. So... Um, when you and I met in April, we had already sold maybe twice, two or three times because we were selling like almost every other weekend. You know, I was still coaching a lot, um, still working my full-time job. So it wasn't a primary, let's cook, 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 cook. Right. Um, so I was doing what I could to promote what little I could on Instagram. And it was just, um, like I said, just that, that one sandwich. And uh, we would basically buy enough that I would think, okay, let me try and sell 25 sandwiches today. And then the next event was, let me try and sell... 40 sandwiches this time and um and that's just what it was we were just basically setting standards and you know the first two events we sat out there for about eight hours 
because we're on the, we're on a small street, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I think we all ended up having a sandwich that night too, for sure. Those first mm-hmm. couple of events, but you know, there yeah, you're was, not going to sell it every time. No, no, you're not. But there was enough there to show me there's something here. Right. We just got to figure it out. We're onto something. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you're definitely on. You were onto something, and um, so the Santa Maria style barbecue. What what is that exactly? Like that's that's now your lane. That's your your niche right there. Yeah, what, yeah. What so okay, so uh, Santa Maria style is supposed to be done over red oak wood. Red oak is what grows in Santa Maria, grows in abundance. Um, out there, if you chop down one tree, you got to plant two more. So. The city, the area is really all about that red oak. They're not trying to lose that, so they keep it out there. It's that's that's their the way they do it. The Santa Maria Grill itself is a up and down rotisserie. Um, it's a crank lift the grill up and down. So you're using the heat, but um, you're using heat and smoke, right? But it's not like a Traeger where you're just getting completely engulfed in smoke. There's smoke that enhances the flavor of the meat. And it's all dependent on how you want to cook your food. You know, uh, the tri-tip and the chicken that I cook, and matter of fact, the BDA as well, I keep that on a low heat so it's more smoky, get some of that smoke flavor. And then when it's time to actually get down to get the meat ready, get a little quick sear, and that, that way you know you're cooked all the way through. And uh, yeah, but that Santa Maria Grill, man, that to me, it's, uh, I love it. I've been cooking on the Smoky Joe's. I've cooked on all kinds of different grills. And there's nothing better to me than the Santa Maria Grill because that's um, there's an artwork to that. You're playing with fire. You're not setting an app. You know, sorry to the trigger people, but I don't set an app on my phone right. and automatically feeds the pellets. And I just you know go check the temp. I don't use I don't use a thermometer. You'll never see me out there with that with the meat with yeah. the, with red meat. I don't. I'm very confident in my my temperatures. We cook everything to a medium rare, and I I. I attribute it all to that Santa Maria grill, man. That thing, that just being able to lift it does wonders because you can quickly adjust the temperature on your meat with one crank of the wheel. So you went from um, one menu item. Yeah. What, what do we got right now? What are we looking at? Oh, here? man, we got a lot. <laughs> so we got uh, we got four sandwiches. We got the Santa Maria, the tri-tip, the uh, barbecue media, and we have the double, uh, the fat stack. I'm sorry. The fat stack is... Uh, Basically, you get a smoked sausage, a layer of barbecue beetle, and tri-tip. It's a big sandwich. Uh, we got quesadillas that we'll throw the tri-tip or the smoked sausage into or the barbecue beef. We sell the barbecue beetle on tacos. I want to say we're roughly at about 12 menu items. The, barbecue uh, the chicken, baked potato? The, the loaded baked potato is a big thing that we've recently added about four months ago. And it's um, it's, it's a hot seller. You know, it's it's a big one pound baked potato we load it up with cheese garlic spread i use my beef consomme and your choice of meat in it it's about a one it's it's at least one pound and a quarter to a pound and a half of food wow 15 bucks wow. you know um i'm a big guy man i like yeah. to eat you like to feed the feed the public i feed like the to feed people the way i yeah. like to eat yeah, yeah it's it's never it's never good when you when you pay some money and then you get a little portion yeah i, I hate that that's like yeah. the worst thing that, that, that's like number one. That or when you, you buy food and it doesn't taste good and you just spend all this money and you're full on bad food. On bad food. I can't food. handle that. Man. Yeah. I can't, I can't it's because your hard-earned money went into paying for that. Yeah. yeah. You take a chance on something sometimes. You're like, all right, let's go try this spot. And yeah, sometimes it doesn't hit. 
Yep. <laughs> yeah, it just it just happens. It happens. Yeah. So uh, we go back. Let's re- rewind real quick. So you were onto something. You're cooking outside of your house, and, and then things started to pick up for you. Yeah. Things started to pick up. People started to get to know you, other than family. Correct. So. so um, People started like driving by and, you know, hey, dude, are you cooking for your family? Like actually starting to ask questions. And um, the Instagram started picking up some momentum. We had some people coming out, trying the food. Little by little, my wife and I are like, hey, there's, we had about five, 10 new customers today. Oh, sweet. Then it got to a point where we are like, hey, we haven't seen so-and-so in a while because we're seeing just new people coming through. And... Um, by this time, I'd already probably spoken to you, and I want to say we had already met was when um, a gentleman came out. His name's Chris. He runs Charlie's Catering on Instagram, and he invited us out to the barbecue competition, which is at, was held at the American Legion 411 in Pico Rivera. And um, at, at this point in time, we were just selling food in the driveway in the front yard. We hadn't done any venues. We hadn't done any events, nothing like that. Still new to the game. Still new to the game. Working every two weeks, just selling sandwiches. Um, hey, what, how many sandwiches do you want? Okay, pick them up at this time. Like, still figuring things out. And um, guy gave us a, um, an opportunity to go join the event. And uh, it was basically like a massive farmer's market in this area. Um, there, I want to say there was at least 40 plus vendors for this event. Uh, 10 barbecue vendors so we were invited out to that and um, that was just a great event man it was it was an amazing event we uh, we entered the barbecue competition uh, my wife and I were just talking about it it was expensive she was really nervous so was I um, we had to submit five barbecue items and then a sauce so six in total and um, you know it was all for prizes trophies whatnot but the main draw was if you enter every com- every uh, comp- uh, contest in the competition itself, you get put in the running to be best barbecue, right? And I wanted to test myself. I'm like, okay, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this right. So I uh, did my homework, checked out my competitors, saw what they were doing. Um, I think I had the advantage because there's not a lot known about fat perps at this time. Yeah where these guys had already been doing their thing and they have their menus and they have their videos. So I got to see what they were doing, what they were up to. And um, I saw that everyone was doing the traditional heavily um, sauced up barbecue, right? And um, it's good. I love barbecue like that too. But I didn't want to fall into the same platform that they had. I had to stand out one way or another. So... That's when I created my barbecue chicken, which was just chicken thighs cooked over the red oak, and I used Santa Maria seasoning. Um, that's when my taco was created. I created a, a barbecue media taco with cheese and some barbecue sauce. Very simple. Um, that's where I uh, tried out a different barbecue sauce on pork ribs because everyone just does the same vinegar sauce on pork ribs. So I used a uh, mustard-based almost like... Um, uh, Memphis style barbecue which is a little bit different than what most people use so that's where I actually started to play with my menu because I had to submit some items and uh, we took best in barbecue sauce and best in barbecue chicken wow. and best overall barbecue you know so and the rookie came in and got that trophy yeah yeah man yeah that's what's great too because um Again, you know the backstory with of you and your in your life and everything and how it all plays out. 
it all it all rolls into where you're at now. I mean, you're a competitor. You're you like softball. You played and stuff like that. So I know that the juices were probably flowing when you were like, "Let's get into this competition. Let's see what's up. Let's you know, let's go yeah. compete. Let's yeah. go compete." <laughs> For sure, it was like a like a macho thing. Like, yeah, let's see what we're yeah, capable so let's of. Go, you know? man. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's go compete. But yeah. I was proud of myself. I did my homework. Man. Yeah, man, yeah, that's yeah. great. For, and it pays off. The few it weeks, pays off, the few man. weeks rolling up, dude. I was writing down my times. Like, okay, so at this time, I gotta get my brisket onto the grill. Then at this time, we're gonna be throwing the chicken on. And at this time, I'm gonna have to get my brisket, pull it, wrap it, like. I had a list, and and I I had that game plan, and I'm, I told myself, we follow this game plan, we're gonna do something solid. Preparation is so key. It is. It really is. In, in every in every aspect of life. A hundred percent. So um, so now you get the trophy, and you come back home, and you're like, we're we're uh, first place champion barbecue now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. rebrand. Re- yeah, yeah. I'm like, uh, you know, we we got our trophies. They they announced us as the winners. Um, your cousin was there, and he told me he tried my chicken. He ate it right in front of me. He goes, "Hey, bro, you're gonna win first place for that chicken." He called it, dude, and I was like, "Oh, so, all right, cool, thanks, man." And you know, we got the we got the awards presented to us. I get back to my canopy, and I'm like, I'm just, dude, I'm I'm lost, lost, bro. Just, nice. It's spinning. And uh, gave my partner, Alex, who was there helping me. Dude, dude killed it. He had never worked with me before. We never worked before in the barbecue aspect. We worked with each other at our employment. Um, but dude killed it. He was an awesome partner for me. And me and my wife just hugs, just tears, bro. Just lost. Adrian. And, yeah, yeah, dude, 100%, shit. bro. I'm like, <laughs> Patty, yeah. you did it. And we stop hugging, bro. And I look up, and I got a line of like 25 people. Boom. Yeah, ready. Hey, we want to try this. We want to yeah. try. I'm like, uh, guys, give me one second. Just, yeah. just give me a Let me second. Reset. Let me reset and get back into. Okay, now we got to sell food again. You know, and um, and yeah, man, we we won the competition. We won a cash prize, which was awesome because I was about seven hundred bucks in the hole in meat alone because we bought brisket, yeah. beef ribs. I bought the big dino ribs. Yeah, yeah. I was doing it right, and then uh, we won a canopy. And the canopy, it's the food style canopies, the titanium legs, uh, got my logo on it. It was like a $900 cash prize, you wow, know, that, that we, awesome. yeah. So, um, huge, huge, huge. And then, uh, again, it was just like, there's something here, dude. Yeah. Open man. the door, bro. Yeah. Open the door. Um, and it was a long day that day, you know, cause I, you've seen me, I cook on site. I don't take food cooked ready like that for events. I don't have seven tri-tips ready to go. I cook one and I cook the rest there. So it was a long day. Uh, got home, took the next day off of work. It was like, you know what? I'm burnt. I can't go to work. Took the day off. Went to work Tuesday, did a half day, went home. was tired, sore, still on cloud nine. Wednesday called my boss. Hey, dude, I quit. Oh yeah. That's awesome. You can't quit. You got to give me two-week notice. I quit, bro. I'm done, bro. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to follow my passion. Yeah. And he hit me, um, you know, you can't do this full-time, man. It's not going to make it for you. You need to rethink this. You don't know what you're doing. I appreciate it, man. Thanks. Yeah. That's the thing, man. It's just, you know, people all over the place will do that to you. You know, they, they they will tell you from six ways of Sunday how you can't succeed. Even though they've never done it before, um, whatever it is, you know, it's like, you're crazy. You can't do this. You can't do that. And um, that's my next questions, my next line of questions for you guys, a small business owner. 
um, the challenges, you know, because you started selling barbecue to get money for the quinceanera, then you kind of level up and then you, you enter the contest and now you, you won the contest and now you quit your job and now in a short period of time you're at a point where it's like okay it got real stuff yeah. got real yeah and now we gotta we gotta talk about you know margins and we gotta get dialed in here and you know get get lined up so what are what are some of the challenges for a small business that's that's starting out like you did like how, how, what was you know what are the three tips that you would say to give somebody you know yeah um so one of my own personal challenges that I deal with is overall business the aspect alone of making sure that I'm following things properly paying things properly um, filing things properly paperwork's a real big thing with um, small small businesses small food vendors you know, um, City of Whittier asks that you apply through them and, you know, you got to make sure you apply properly if you want to sell on the sidewalk because a lot of people don't realize it, but the City of Whittier does offer you a sidewalk seller's permit. Mm -hmm. You just got to file the paperwork, yeah. you know, and I, that's one thing even since school I struggled with, the paperwork, the process, you know. Um, so one thing that I'd say is, it, is really find out what your weaknesses are. Because in the minute you start a business, you become the manager, the social media marketing person. Um, you, you're the, the main person in, in charge of purchasing. You got to figure out the numbers, you're the account, you're everything, you know. So you really got to gotta be um, goal-oriented and like focused on each project separately. You know, things start to kind of blend together. And it's very easy to get lost and, oh, crap, I was supposed to do this. I was supposed to do that, you know. Um, so you really got to make sure that you're focused on what the tasks are that you need to achieve the next step, you know. So um, once I won the barbecue, I was like, okay, I need to get a business license, a seller's permit, and um, insurance. And that was the next thing I did. Boom, I went and took care of that, you know. Um, another thing I would say is uh, be smart with your money. Don't count it as your own, right. So... Our business money is completely separate from our own personal money. Um, I can't let fat perps make Mondo and Patty go broke. Right, right, right. You know? Yeah. Um, so for sure, uh, you know, um, organize and then uh, with the money, you know, make sure you're, you're on top of it with your money and not mudding the waters, you know, um, and uh, just stay motivated. One of the hardest things is staying motivated. Yeah, when you're, when you're a small business owner and it's your own your own uh, gig, you can uh, call in sick. You can mm -hmm. sit on the couch. You can yes. kind of hang out. We'll do it tomorrow. We'll yes. do it tomorrow. And so, you know, part of wearing a lot of hats as a small business owner, you can't do that. I no. mean, if you're serious about it, you can't. No, you can't. You can't. And uh, like uh, that, even aside from that, if you have a sales service one day and you only do 80 bucks in sales, that's a gut shot because you're thinking to yourself, what did I do wrong? You know, uh, we had a, a stretch of about three weeks where um, we didn't do well, and we just didn't do well. Mm -hmm. just, I don't why, couldn't tell you. We were at a couple venues. I'm I'm not gonna say it was their fault. You know, they, it's not up to a bar having me at their property to have me make sales. That's not their job. Right. You know, and um, it's hard to have a span like that and continue to be motivated and think, yeah, let's go make sales when. 
you're going out and you're not making the sales. That's mm-hmm. that's gut wrenching. Yeah, and I think I think that's a huge another huge um, lesson or uh, you know rule that you don't quit. You don't quit. I mean, especially if it's a three week stint. That's a long time for a small business owner. It's a it's a big hit. But at the same token, it's not time to throw in the towel either. No. It's like you know, okay, well, like you said, let's dial it in. What do we do? What, what can we do better? What Maybe do we, we switch up the venue, mm-hmm. go somewhere else? Yeah, and I, I've met a lot of people in this game. I've been doing this for uh, going on 11 years now. I've met a lot of people, a lot of people cooking food from their homes, a lot of people doing food truck service. And um, one of the things that I see a lot of is the lack of consistency. You know, somebody's like, I'm, I'm all about this. I'm going to be... Uh, a chef, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna make tacos, whatever it is, and I'm all for it. I'm the biggest champion for small business. I love it because I, I, I um, I'm not technically a small business owner. I am, but I'm not. You know, I still right. have the full time job and stuff. But I love to see people chase their dream and fulfill their dreams and stuff like that. So I'm always getting behind them. But you know, I'll meet people and they're like, "Yeah, man, I'm gonna do this," and then. Two months in, they're they're gone. Yeah, they're just they're not, or, or they're doing it once a month. Right, they went from once a week, and then it's once a month. Right. So the consistency is definitely so huge, and I don't think I've ever met anyone that works as hard as you do. I I, I was thinking about that before we had the interview. I was like, I don't I don't think I've met anybody doing this that has been so consistent. I mean, you were cooking in the in the rain the other night. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, this dude's on fire, man. This guy's yeah. like, I mean, most people would be like, no, nah, man, let's just not do it tonight or whatever. But like, that's just one example. But I see you, I see you, and you, you, you you're out there, you're grinding, bro. Yeah. What, what is, how do you, what, how, where do you find that resolve? Um, I love it, dude. I, 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 I love cooking. I love seeing our friends come out. You know, I try not to even call them customers because a lot of people become our friends. You've been there. You've seen it. People will spend about 25 minutes sometimes waiting for food if you come in at, at a rush hour. Uh, but we do our best to spend time and talk to you guys. And um, I just, I love it. And I know that I got to do it for my family. Um, I appreciate it's you. It's your job. About, it's my job. I appreciate you talking about my hard work. That's what helped me quit because I said to myself hold on I'm doing overtime I'm I'm willing to do whatever I got to do to get my job done here for this company I can do that for myself absolutely and I'm not afraid to do that for myself uh the other day in the rain you know consistency I'm telling customers we serve at Slater Brothers this 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 day the minute that I'm not there it becomes well is he going to be there Uh, I'm not sure not sure um, the day before was Tuesday, and I'm telling people who are walking up, hey, we haven't seen you here before. Oh, we come here, we'll be here tomorrow. I was there Wednesday because I told those new customers that I was going to be there. Mm-hmm. And we, It's we, important. It is. It's it so is. important. And, and I stuck it out there, dude. We, it was cold, freezing that night, but those people came back. And like, hey, dude, you're here. I'm like, I told you I'd be here. Yeah. You know? And uh, now, you know, I, I have my schedule set. I know that I need to work minimum Wednesday through Sunday. Once in a while, I'll throw on a Tuesday. If, say, uh, the car payment's due next week, all right, let's throw on an extra day this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's, you know, that's that's a struggle I think that every small business goes through is uh, 
being your own boss and making sure you're holding yourself accountable. Absolutely. You yeah. know, um, because as you said, you know, hey, I wake up, oh, man, it's a little cloudy out there. I'm going to take the day off. Yeah. And it's very easy to turn that into four or five days off yep. just because who's going to call you on it? Excuses. Nobody. Excuses. Start to pile up. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then I have to pay, I have to play devil's advocate. Am I, am I in my head telling myself I can't work today because I want to be lazy or is it a better business decision to not work today because there's a possibility of losing my equipment? Wednesday last week, it wasn't too bad. Thursday with the rain and the wind, I pulled up. I had food ready to go. I was still ready to work. Yeah. Showed up Thursday with one tri-tip, two baked potatoes, and the BDI ready to go. I was going to throw the chicken on the grill. We're going to serve. Park my truck, and my truck's shaking left and right, left and right. I'm like, there's no way. Yeah, I mean, it comes a time where, you know, the elements are the elements. You got to, you got to, you got to. And you can't fight them. You get, yeah, you got, you can't do it. And, no. and that's cool. But I mean, the point is, you're there, and you're like, if it could go, it could go. Correct. If it's not, you know. Yeah. But you know, that's that's the thing, man. Um, that's one of the things I, I love about Fat Perps, and every vendor that I go see that I love their food. You know, especially for you, the backstory. You know, when you're eating somebody's, uh, you know, food. For example, your your sandwich or your your baked potato or whatever you're serving that day and it's on your plate and you're eating it you know you're you got to consider the 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 setup the breakdown the uh, shopping that you did the uh you know your your cleanup afterwards all of all the elements that go into this the how you got there the blood sweat and tears you know all that stuff yep that's what people should think about when they eat your food you know what i'm saying so uh, I respect the hell out of it. <clears throat> What's your end game? Uh, dude, I, I tell people I don't want a restaurant because in my honest opinion, um, a restaurant can really make or break you. You've been in with here a long time. There's some spots here that restaurants just can't make it in. Maybe the rent's too high. Maybe the landlord's a problem, who knows, right? So when you go to looking at a restaurant, I feel like it's a little bit stagnant some restaurants have amazing success. Ronan's been here in Whittier for a long time, and they're, they're making it work, you know, and the Hawaiian barbecue and the quad. Um, but then there's other spots that just don't work. My end game, I like to do food truck. Um, I need to figure out a way to keep my grill rolling with me, though. The grill doesn't go. <laughs> yeah. The grill's got to stay with yeah, me. But that's I, part I, of it, yeah. Yeah, but I'd, I'd like a food truck. Um, we are a sports family, you know, so I, I'm trying to get into like the uh, the softball tournaments, the, the soccer tournaments in the summertime. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, uh, Fat Perps is going to go as far as I want it to go, and I want it. I want it to continue, man. I want I want people to like really be like, dude. I remember because I, I, it's happening now. Hey, bro, I remember your first time you set up with your white canopy and your little grill and this and that, you know. And um, I just I want to be part of the story of Whittier I want to be my own boss for as long as I can make it happen on your own terms on my own terms yep. yeah yeah well you're well on your way man uh what is your one year anniversary about man what's yeah let's dude let's cover that real quick we're excited bro so uh um, so March 19th Fat Perps, yeah. Fat Perps one year anniversary uh one year to the day wow to the day I I went and looked at my stories I'm like March 19th, that was the first day we served. It was a Saturday morning. That's kind of cool. That's Yeah, yeah, so that's exciting. So uh, March 19th this year, we're going to be back at the American Legion, 411. It's uh, 7642 Serapis Avenue in Pico Rivera, 90660. 
Um, we're going to be back there. The people there invited us to uh, host our event there. What we're doing is we're creating a, uh, a family fun, friendly environment for people to go to the, the uh, American Legion and experience small business if they haven't had a chance to. Uh, we have 25 plus vendors signed up right now. Uh, we have a fish taco person, a pizza person, a wing person. We're trying to invite vendors who we've come across along the way, uh, along our journey. Mm -hmm. We've worked with the fish people at uh, Avenue 26 in Pico, the pizza guy we've worked with at Avenue 26 in LA. Uh, we're inviting our neighbors from Stater Brothers, which is the hot wing person and the chudo person. We're inviting them to the event as well. And um, we're just trying to offer up, like I said, a safe space for the vendors to serve because there still is um, concerns for vendors, street vendors, you know. Uh, it's always it's always a concern because we're out there by ourselves with our money and, you know, it's always nice to have somewhere safe to serve. Absolutely. So we're, we're offering that to our friends who we've worked with along the way, who we enjoy their food. And uh, we're going to have some non-food vendors there, some vintage clothing people. Uh, there's going to be a cornhole tournament. We got a hot wing eating contest. Um, cornhole tournaments will be cash prize for the winning team. It's going to be from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. And it's just going to be a good time. There's going to be a DJ, live entertainment. Um, my sister-in-law is going to be there with her boots set up doing face painting for the kids. Nice. We're going to have toys. You know, um, uh, We have a vendor for toys. Like I said, it's, it's for everybody. And, of course, the Fat Perps Barbecue. And, of, I mean, of course, like Fat Perps is going to be One year anniversary. One year anniversary. We're slaying it on the grill. Yes, sir. Yeah, we'll be there serving up. Playing all food. the hits. Yeah, yeah, play, <laughs> playing all the good jams, man. It's, it's going to be... You know, it's going to be that Sunday afternoon barbecue vibe that everyone just cool. really needs, honestly. People, absolutely. People yeah. need it, man. People yeah, need a chance to just kind of walk out and We need relax. more love. We need yeah. more love in the air, man. Yeah, more love. man. And, and this is going to be a good time. And then, hey, you know, for the adults, there's a, a bar on the inside. Oh, nice. Perfect. We got a, a Michelada guy coming down with his Michelada cups and his goodies. So we got we got a lot of fun. That's a stuff. Sunday, right? That's a Sunday okay. afternoon, yeah. All right, so Fat Perps on Instagram. That's P-H-A-T underscore Perps underscore 562. You can also go to FatPerpsBarbecue.com and get all the deets on that. Do you do catering? We do. We offer catering. We offer pickup packages. It all depends on what you need. I tell people it's in the word catering. What do you need from me? You want me to go and cook at your house so your guests can see me work? I can make that happen. You want to pick up... Uh, four pounds of tri-tip for a football game or a baseball game if I'm cooking that day, reach out to me. So we offer different packages um, for the bigger holiday sporting events. Reach out to me. We can put together, you know, a few racks of ribs for you. Just come pick it up. Nice. That's always going to be your cheapest option. Just come pick up the food from us. Um, but, yeah, we offer catering. We're, we're going to keep hitting the streets, doing the, the, the barbecue right here in the city of Whittier in front of Stater Brothers as as much as we can, as, as long as the city of Whittier keeps uh Keeps going out there. So I saw you. Man. You do choice liquor at times, or is that over? That's unfortunately that that's a little bit over for now. Okay. Doing, Avenue Twenty Six. Uh, Avenue Twenty Six on Imperial. Okay. Is also over. Okay. Um, th that's a struggle. Yeah, it's it, a tough it, one. It, it's a tough one because you have to pay rent, and uh, Avenue Twenty Six on Imperial was amazing. Yeah. They they were. I saw you. Just, you slayed dude, it over there. It's a good it. time. Yeah, it's a good time. And and the guys running it are really awesome. They're fair with their pricing, um, but. Being the small business, making sure we can afford rent and truck and car payment and this and that, we have to cut prices where we can, you know. And unfortunately, with that, um, 
it was just becoming too much for us because me and Patty Richard like to eat. Absolutely. So we go pay our rent, yeah. and then we're going to buy a pizza from our neighbor, and then a burrito from that person, and then the yeah. candy from this person, yeah. and we're spending about 120 bucks yeah. in rent and food that night. Yeah. Um, also, Avenue 26 on Imperial also has to come to an end simply because um, uh, I've had Angel Stadium reach out to me to be a number two chef for the executive suites. Nice. I'm really excited about that. Um, it's an opportunity that I'm still still exploring, looking into it. But if that does happen, that becomes baseball season, and I'm available, unavailable for 82 days out of the year. And I don't want to be the vendor that says, hey, I'll be there, but I can't make it this day, this day, this day, right. this day. I don't want to be that guy. Right. Consistency. Mm -hmm. If I know I can't commit to my, an event, I just can't do it. Right. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to keep things out on the sidewalk. Um, if this event goes well and people have a good time and it, it shows successful for the other vendors, we're going to look into having something like that once every couple months or so just kind of keep the good vibes rolling and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. but um you know the unfortunate part of of having these events that you're locked in on is you're no longer available for catering or for birthdays and stuff like that so that's where it kind of hurts the business yeah. a little bit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, these are uh, all good problems to have. You know, Absolutely. You got to look at, look at the landscape and you got to see what you can do, pick and pop. Uh, like I said, you're a small business owner and these are these are good problems. Huh? You're, yeah. in de you're in demand, so yeah. it's a good thing. It's a good thing. But uh, I, I got to thank you for taking the time to be on my show, man. I really, really appreciate it. been wanting to do this for quite some time. You're a big supporter of my brand and I, I don't forget that. I really appreciate you. And... Um, I'm going to keep supporting you, man. Yeah. Keep, we'll keep it going. Hey, we keep supporting each other, bro. I know yeah. you guys see it. I'm always wearing my My Winter hat when I'm cooking. That, that hat's it. always on the on the dome, bro. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me, bro. Thank you for Take having care. me, man. Right. I appreciate you, Bobby. Well, there you have it. Fat Perps Barbecue, guys. That's Mondo. And uh, that's one hardworking dude right there. Very cool dude. I want to give a shout-out to his wife, Patty. She is a huge part of the fat perps brand. She is always out there shoulder to shoulder with Mondo and um, they work hard together. And so I wanted to say hello to Patty. Hi Patty. If you're out there, uh, hopefully you can make it next time and we will visit with you. But yeah, I wanted to give you guys the backstory on fat perps because you know, when you're eating food from any vendor, you know, it's not just ribs on a plate, right? There's a reason why, they are doing what they're doing. Obviously, you know, monetarily, you're, you start a business, you want to make money. But how did they arrive there? How did they get there? Everyone's journey is different. And it is amazing because, you know, when I'm eating out, it could be Fat Purpose Barbecue. It could be anybody. Maybe there's somebody making some amazing tacos somewhere. But when you're eating the food, it's not just that. You know, it's passion. It's blood, sweat, and tears. It's setup. It's shopping. It's marketing. It's it's breakdown. It's uh, it's all this stuff that goes into that taco on that plate. And uh, I, for one, really appreciate all the hard work that you guys do to feed Whittier. It's absolutely amazing. But um, everybody's journey is different, and I am always interested to hear how they arrived at the place that they're at right now. So. We're going to dive into more of that in the future. More small businesses here in Whittier shine a light on these people that are working hard for us. And of course, you know, we support Whittier. We support our own people here and we want them to win every time. So um, thank you, Mondo. 
and Patty and Fat Perps. You can follow Fat Perps on Instagram. Fat, P-H-A-T underscore Perps, P-U-R-P-S underscore 562. Follow them on Instagram. Let's boost those numbers. And then also you can find out where they will be serving up next for some uh, delicious Santa Maria style barbecue. All right, guys, let's talk March events. We're going to kick things off with Kindness for Maya Fundraiser. Join Handles and Upland and Dakara Sushi in helping Maya fight cancer March 4th, 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. at Dakara Sushi, 14748 Whittier Boulevard, Whittier, California, 90603. They're going to be giving one scoop dishes of $5 ice cream. You can leave any amount of donation that you'd like, but uh, Maya is a Whittier local. She's 10 years old, fighting cancer and we definitely want to come out as a community and support maya and help her on her journey march 4th 12 p.m to 4 p.m to car sushi 14748 whittier boulevard whittier california 90603 i hope you guys can make it the whittier historical society and city of whittier present whittier founders day a community picnic may 13th 9 a.m to 1 p.m at central park featuring living history local vendors, live music, vintage vehicles, food, crafts, lawn games, beard and mustache competition, slam poetry competition, and meet your friendly community. And uh, period dress is highly encouraged. We're talking 1800s. And um, this is going to go down on May 13th. It's always a good time. And lately, this show over the years has been rained out. And so we are really looking forward to a sunny, clear day for Founders Day so you guys can come out and have a really good time. It's such a great event. Whittier Founders Day, May 13th. Okay, Uptown Whittier is celebrating Restaurant Week, March 21st to March 26th. And uh, there's going to be a huge kickoff party on the 20th. So if you want to go to that event, Uh, I would head over on Instagram to Uptown Whittier Official, and you can buy tickets there. But Restaurant Week is designed to celebrate the restaurants of Whittier, California, the restaurants of Uptown Whittier, California, and uh, the Whittier Uptown Association is organizing this event, and it's kind of modeled after the Dine LA's Restaurant Week, which was created to promote, market, and highlight restaurants in the LA area. So Whittier is doing the same here. And uh, like I mentioned, the kickoff party for this event will go down Monday, March 20th, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. I went last year, and it was a really nice event. I'm going to do it again this year. It'll be held at the Whittier Brewing Company. So mark your calendars for Restaurant Week here in Whittier, March 21st through the 26th. It is designed for you to just go out that week and enjoy your favorite foods here in the Uptown Whittier area. So there will be more details to come. Stay tuned for that. And you can watch my feeds on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, and also my YouTube channel. We will be dropping uh, more information as the event gets closer. All right, so those are a few events happening uh, this month. It's going to be a busy month. I'm hoping to get out to some of these restaurants and uh, give you a glimpse of what to expect during restaurant week. So that should be fun. You can also find me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. You can also go to my website, mywhittier.com. That is the headquarters 
of all things my Whittier with direct links to everything that we do. You could also visit me here at the pop-up shop at 10046 Scott Avenue, Whittier, California, 90603. My business hours are uh, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., 2 to 6, Monday through Saturday. If you need a sweatshirt, a hat, a beanie, a sticker, a magnet, uh, anything, stop by, check it out, and there's always something fun in the My Whittier shop. And you can also find me on YouTube. We are having a great time on YouTube, uh, my, my Whittier TV. So search that. And we are currently on the road to 10,000 subscribers. So uh, if you go to the channel, please make sure and subscribe to the channel. I would really, really appreciate that. And if you are still here with me, listening to this podcast i really really appreciate it i never take you guys for granted and i appreciate all of the support we are averaging about 200 listens per podcast which is astonishing to me this is just a small local whittier podcast whittier centric podcast for you the whittier resident so thank you for that i really appreciate that we upload every wednesday and i will see you guys next time here next week on the My Whittier Podcast. Thank you so much, guys. Talk to you soon.